You are listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor, episode 30. Let's be together in transition. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Welcome to PTSD Self-Healing Show. I'm your host, Panta Kalhor. Many of us are hit by trauma, but wish to be recovered and move forward to better future. The point is, by the time our past trauma are not resolved, we will, we will be triggered by unprocessed past experiences constantly. Known for her honest, open, and bold approach, Tracy Osborne help women to empower themselves. And she's a trauma release coach helping survivors release their past and create a life they can cherish. A rape of domestic abuse driver, uh, Tracy connects with women on a global scale to help and support them in their healing, bringing them the tools they need to move past their past and create lasting self-transformation. Welcome to my show, Tracy. I'm so honored to have you here. All right. I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, tell me about yourself first, your story, and how you became a trauma release coach. So my story started long ago, um, about when I was five. Uh, My parents divorced. And um, I, I went to live with my mom, who realized she couldn't cope being a single parent. Then I was sent to live with my grandmother. And she was not the greatest. Um, she did her best, but she was verbally abusive. And um, so shortly after that, well, a few years after that, I went to live with my father, who my stepmom was incredibly emotionally abusive. And um, so that started a lot of trauma there. Mm -hmm. I have abandonment issues because of it. Um, So I I get triggered very easy if I think somebody is going to reject me. I have rejection issues, um, which is great for sales, let me tell you. And then when I was 18, my boyfriend raped me on my senior prom night. And um, I've had a couple other incidents since then. I've been in multiple domestic abuse situations. Um, uh, Let's see. Most recently, a year and a half ago, I lost my husband. He died from a heart attack. So I have lived uh, a lot of trauma over the last several years several decades actually yeah and that's what started me on my journey um learning how to heal myself was the catalyst for becoming a trauma release coach great yeah i see you had bad experiences and uh, Mm -hmm. that's good that you could process these traumas because if you cannot process these traumas, you can see the triggers all the time hitting you. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So do you think the PTSD is recoverable? 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 I think it's manageable. Um, do I think you can ever be cured from it? I don't think you're ever cured from it. I think you learn how to cope with it, how to live with it, how to make, how to manage it. Um, you learn what your triggers are and learn how to either manage them, avoid them, deal with them. Um, but I don't know that it's something you can say I'm cured from PTSD. I, I think it's something that kind of stays with us forever. But you can actually have a peace in your heart. Mm -hmm. And yes, and um, you can just uh, get to this realization that life continues. Mm -hmm. You can have better life and whatever you have in your heart of course, it stays with you, but right. you can find some ways to manage your PTSD. Mm -hmm. So what was the most important factors uh, that help you to manage it? Um, for me, it was, well, you know, it's, it's ongoing. It's, it's not something that I think I'll ever fully be done managing, but um, it was a four-step process that I actually have been creating. Acceptance. Mm -hmm. I had to accept my past. It happened. I, I can't deny it. I can't hide from it. I can't run away from it. It's there. Um, I had to forgive. A lot of forgiveness. And that's forgiveness of myself. Not necessarily other people, but forgiveness of myself for feeling the shame, the guilt, the anger, the hatred, um, the self-harm, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I, I have to, or had to forgive myself. Um, and every once in a while, as I'm continuing this journey, new things will pop up that I have forgotten, memories that were suppressed. And so I have to start back at square one, um, with those memories and, and work through them. Then I go through the release process, which uh, can mean releasing people out of your life, things, um, emotions, feelings, for sure. Um, for example, I was a caregiver for my stepmom for the, mm -hmm. about four years. And, you know, this is the woman that emotionally abused me throughout my teenage years. Um, and I thought, okay, well, you know, we're adults now, so everything should be okay. Well, since she couldn't do anything to me, she couldn't emotionally abuse me anymore because I wouldn't stand for it. She turned on my daughter wow. and started bullying my daughter. And I finally just, I, I had enough. And... I contacted my brother and sister and said, you've got to get her out of my house, get her out. And so we did. And, um, and I blocked her. She has no way to contact me. I have completely blocked her out of my life. And I had to do that for my own self-preservation. So, you know, releasing people from your life that are no longer serve a purpose. They're toxic. It's okay. Let them go. 
the emotions and feelings around that. And then I rewrite my story. Um, you know, it's okay. This is, this happened, but that doesn't mean it has to keep happening. So exactly. what do I want the future mm -hmm. to look like? You know, um, I, I have this blank canvas now. What do I want to fill it with? So that's my process for healing. And again, it's, it's something that's, it's cyclical. Uh, as new memories and things pop up, then I have to start the process over and, and work through the process with those memories and those feelings. These are exact steps. Many survivors do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like the point that you actually release yourself from the toxic environment. That's mm -hmm. must. Because um, we end up going through the loop of bad relationships with some close, even or mom or uh, dad or brothers, sisters. So mm -hmm. that's the first step because you can't change this relationship. It takes a long time. You, I mean, build, you build up this relationship for a long time. And these attitudes cannot be changed. So it's better you just get rid of it. <laughs> right. And have a better environment for yourself because you are the first one to protect yourself from mm -hmm. harming other people and protect yourself. Other people harm you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually talked to one of these PTSD survivors and he said, a dog, he had a dog, starting to have a dog, and uh, he, he was recovered from PTSD by raising a dog and training. I love it. And I see you have uh, a few dogs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Most of them are you. not in the room with me. But yes, they absolutely help me. If I have a moment where I'm feeling triggered, I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious, they know. And they kind of all just surround me and um, start loving on me. It's like they know. They'll, they'll start licking me and um, doing what they can to get me out of my, my current state. So, yeah, they're very intuitive. Yeah, I see one of my friends also had a cat. Mm -hmm. She actually um, divorced from her husband after a long relationship. But the cat really helped her. Mm -hmm. I mean, the bond between them was amazing. And then mm -hmm. she actually, uh, she, after some time I saw her, she, she looked, I mean, great. <laughs> she could actually pass some of these traumas, accept mm -hmm. herself and started a new life again. Yeah. Animals are great if you can raise them and be with them because they have feeling, they have emotion mm -hmm. and they they have six cents. They do. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they can do. feel you. That's great. So, uh, okay, how do you help other PTSD survivor? How do you help them to recover from their emotions? What are your programs or steps to help them? So you know, we talked a little bit about my four step approach: the accept forgive, release, rewrite. And I help them work through those various steps. My focus is more on present and future mm -hmm. and letting go of the past. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, because I'm a coach, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a therapist. I don't want to focus on the past, why it happened, all of that. That's, that's what they do. My focus is on going forward and releasing the past. Um, it's, it's always going to be there. Our past is always going to be there. But I, I have a couple of analogies that I like to use. One, think of your past as a photo album. You bring it out every once in a while. You thumb through the pictures. You have a couple of laughs. Um, and then you put it away. And that's okay. That's exactly what you should do with it. Trauma survivors tend to bring out that photo album and we live it. We look at it constantly, day after day after day, and we don't put it away. And we get stuck in the past. And we start recreating our past and bringing it into our present. So we have to put that photo album away. The other analogy I use is driving a car and if you're driving a car you're on an open highway you've got this beautiful horizon in front of you and then you've got the past you know what you've already seen behind you you're not going to drive your car looking in your rear view mirror or looking behind you right you can't drive that way you have to focus on what's right there in front of you the present Exactly. And look to the future to where you're going. And yeah. so that's how I work with my clients. And, and that's what we, we, we go through. We go through letting go of the past and looking to the future, but living now. What a nice methodology. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So you shouldn't, because if you look back, you definitely have an accident. <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly if you're looking yeah. back if you're looking back behind you you can't see what's coming up in front of you and i like to tell people you can't trip over what's behind you mm-hmm. uh do you use a specific method like eft or uh, acupuncture hypnosis i use um a couple of techniques journaling is a big one a big mm-hmm. tool that most of us use, I think. Me too. Um, meditation <laughs> yeah. is another big one. But I also use a healing modality called Ho'oponopono. It's a Hawaiian um, methodology. And it's a very simple phrase or a very simple mantra. All it is is, and this, this is in the forgiveness stage. Um, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And you just repeat this over and over again. It doesn't matter what order you get it in, because sometimes I'll, I'll be repeating it, and I have it all crazy ordered. Sometimes I'll just say, I'm sorry, I love you. And I'll repeat that. As you, long you as... You say it to yourself? You, you just say, say it in, my, in your head. Yeah, uh-huh. just in your head. Just um, So when I'm doing a, a, a cleaning or cleansing or a you know meditation, whatever... I just repeat that in my head. And it is amazing how that releases all of those emotions and anxieties. Um, Unfortunately, sometimes it brings up new stuff because we've cleared away the old stuff. So now that makes room for the the new stuff that we have to work through. But that's okay. That's part of the process. But it's it's very simple. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. 
It doesn't have to be about anything specific. It doesn't have to be about any specific person. You just say that over and over again, and it just does its thing. I don't know how. It just does its thing. Um, so that's one of the big modalities that I use alongside journaling. Yeah. Actually, I use journaling myself for mm-hmm. years. Like um, after I was hit by trauma um, so badly, somebody robbed my car, threw me out of the car. Mm. I had back injury for years. I had these nightmares. But journaling really helped me because I could write my story. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of a healing process. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you discover many things from you, from yourself. So right. Cover what is inside you. <laughs> you bring everything on surface. And that's great because deeply you try to process what is killing you, what is choking you. And uh, that's the part of the process for me really helped. So everybody has its own process. Or, or yeah. Sometimes you, you can do art or mm-hmm. you have some other thing that uh, at least you can focus on something um, out of your trauma and your past experiences. I think mm-hmm. something creative can help you to just distract you from whatever happened to you. It can, absolutely. Um, I love art and I suggest that. You know, it, it varies for every person what's going to happen or, or what, what tools they're going to use. Um, art is fantastic for getting your feelings out on canvas um, or whatever um, art method you use. The journaling, again, you just get it out. You're having a bad day, you know, you just pent up emotions. You write it out. You never look at it again. You know, just get it out. Don't keep it inside you. You have to get it out. Um, and that's the biggest thing is you have to get out those the trauma. It, mm-hmm. the, it has to be released or else it sits inside us and it festers and it becomes toxic and poison within our bodies. And it causes physical issues, physical ailments, autoimmune disorders, amazing. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to get it out, whatever yeah. works for you. Exactly. You because when you have, sometimes you see depression starts mm-hmm. from silence. That's my, that's my methodology. I said, okay, if you are silent for, for so long or quiet, because there is something deep in you that is choking you, and you mm-hmm. need to be released from it. So you need to talk about it. And if you cannot talk about it with others, because men and women are very different. <laughs> Usually women like to talk. Right. Yeah. Men but don't. <laughs> yeah, men know. They don't want to talk. So <laughs> they close the door, especially teenagers. I've seen it mm-hmm. in so many times. And that that's the bad sign because... Uh, it may lead them to kill themselves or have a lot of bad thing may happen Self-harm, to them. Self-harm, right. Yes, because they don't talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. So they just try to process it and try to repeat the bad things in themselves. And that's not good. 
that should be released, mm -hmm. that should be processed. So if they cannot talk to others, it's better they choose something creative, artistic, something that mm -hmm. can occupy their mind and they just do it. Or as, you, as we talked before, they may keep a dog or other animals that, that is lovely, that can help you to actually occupy your mind and occupy your time because you mm -hmm. spend time with them so you are not alone anymore right yes yeah being alone is definitely definitely hard when you're a survivor um it can be scary you know depending on what your trauma is um and when mark died i i felt lost i wasn't alone you know, I had my kids and everything, but I still felt alone because that my best friend was gone, you know? Yeah. That's and, and yeah, and it takes you into some dark places um, when you're left to your own devices sometimes. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. You've got to, you've got to be able to talk to somebody or have some kind of an outlet. Yes. All right, Tracy, do you have any website or any specific program to recommend to my audience? Yeah, you can go to my website. It's traumareleasecoach.com. And everything about me is there. My programs are there. My packages are there. My social media is there. Um, if you have questions, you can schedule a discovery call and we'll, we'll get on the phone for a half hour and... Um, you know, I'll answer your questions. We'll kind of do like a mini coaching session, if you will. So you can kind of get some, um, get a taste of, of what to expect. So yeah, Great. it's traumareleasecoach.com. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Tracy, for being our guest. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. It's been fun. Yes, it was. And I learned a lot from you and hopefully my audience also enjoy it. Thank you so much. Good. Yeah. Bye.